Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the I Paint Ideas podcast, the show that takes you behind the art and deep inside the creative process. I'm your host, Dao. I'm a visual artist and the founder of the Dao Art Gallery. And I have a fun show for you today. I want to introduce you to an art group called Innovate or Die. It's an ominous title, but you'll see it'll be fun. It's all about innovation. As always, I added links to the artwork in the show notes and the show notes are available at ipaintideaspod.com forward slash innovate, innovate. Today, I want to talk to you first about the original oil painting I made called Innovate or Die. It shows a path from an idea to implementation. And then I did four digital works that cover the life cycle of innovation. And then I made a video to demonstrate innovation in motion. They collectively make up what I call the Innovate or Die art group. Now, I mentioned this on the Dial Art Trends episode on this podcast as an example of creating an art continuum. If you haven't heard it, you can go back and listen. I go into way more details about what the art continuum is, but basically what it means just to catch everybody up. If you haven't listened to it, it means that I'm taking an original oil painting as an inspiration to create more art. In this case, I start with an oil painting, then extend it to four digital pieces and then a video moving things from 2D physical painting to digital, from static to dynamic, and from silent to sound, because I added music to the video. So if you haven't heard this concept of Art Continuum, listen to the Diawar Trends episode, where I give you a lot more explanation of what that is. All right, what I did here is started with an oil painting. And that oil painting was inspired by my interview with a dear, dear friend, Juliette Murphy. Juliette is a leading career coach, and she works a lot with corporate clients and advising millennials and Gen Zs. And we were talking about leadership, and we're talking about millennials, specifically how the older generation sometimes does not appreciate the ideas from younger people because, well, they're younger and they don't know as much as the older generations. And at some point in the conversation, Juliet said, well, you just have to innovate or you die. And I thought, isn't that the truth, right? And I also thought that would be really interesting to explore artistically. So my original oil painting deals with that, with a path of an innovator taking something from an idea to innovation. And again, to see the artwork, go to show notes. The link to the painting is there. Just go to ipaintideaspod.com forward slash innovate. Before I tell you about the painting, I have a confession to make. You already know I always try to be congruent with my art, with its message and the through line, but that also includes the creative process as well. And you also know that I paint with my fingers most of the time. Sometimes I use a palette knife, sometimes I use something that happens to be around me that I feel would give me the best way to say what I want to say, but I don't use brushes. And I don't use brushes because they get in the way of the energy transfer, if that makes any sense. Except in a couple of different scenarios. One is I paint the edges of my canvas cobble blue. It's my thing and I use a brush for that. And sometimes I like to apply paint to the canvas as part of the prep because my technique sometimes does not cover canvas fully with paint and I don't like that so I paint the canvas first just to prep it 
And to save my hands, I use a brush to do that. But it's not really, I don't consider that painting. That's more like a, a prep. And then the third scenario is applying varnish because I can't really use my fingers to do that. So those are the only three times that I use a brush, but otherwise I don't. Now, this was a painting about innovation. So I had to be true to the message because that's the idea of it to innovate myself. So in this case, I used a brush. And I know for most artists, fine artists, using a brush is not innovative at all. But it is for me because I never use the brush. And I can tell you for sure, this is the first, the last, and never again using a brush for a painting, ever. Except those three prep scenarios or applying varnish. Um, Yeah, I hate it. I hate it can't stand it won't do it again so this is probably the only painting that I will make with a brush all right so let me tell you about the painting again show notes you know where to go ipaintideaspot.com forward slash innovate that's where you can see it the basic composition of this painting resembles a bridge it's an abstract right that's all I do oils on canvas abstract the composition resembles a bridge And that's because I wanted to identify the journey from an idea to an actual innovation and to take it from, you know, from what was to what will be from past to future, connecting the problem and a solution. And the tone of it is moving from white to black vertically across many shades of gray, lighter on top, darker on the bottom, just like you have some good ideas, some bad ideas or some good days and some bad days. But also it kind of looks like sky and the ocean and the bridge. So this is probably the closest I would ever get to painting a landscape. To me, innovation is about implementing an idea at a very basic level of understanding. It's an implementation of an idea, right? So on that journey, there are many ideas. You may have lots of different ideas. Some are good, some are bad. Some you can implement, some you can't. And you can see that if you follow the orange lines on the painting, which kind of double up as the sides of the bridge as well. And if you follow the orange lines, you see the rise of an idea. You see the fall of an idea. You can see the dots of ideas that are just dots falling into the abyss of missed opportunities. You can see a poor little innovator with big glasses stuck on a plateau looking for the next breakthrough. You can see the clashes of ideas. You can see some incremental changes and disruptive changes. And somehow you get to the other side. Not always straightforward, but it gets done nevertheless. So the bridge is not the innovation. It's the process of innovating. When I was preparing for this, I thought a lot about innovation. Specifically, what are the elements of innovation that I can translate into a painting? Innovate or die has a premise that the stakes are high. You either innovate or you're dead. There's urgency to innovate or you'll become obsolete. So there is that. And that actually reminds me of my favorite quote, which goes like this. You never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete by Buckminster Fuller. That's innovation. Sometimes we can make ourselves obsolete if we don't keep innovating, right? Here are some of the elements that I wrote down and thought about when I was making my painting. First, of course, innovation itself, the implementation of an idea. 
Then there is the status quo that needs to be disrupted. Then there is disruptive innovation, the big bang that changes everything. You have incremental innovation that tries to hold on to it, you know, with minor changes over time. And then there is innovation decay. I feel that innovation has half-life and eventually will become obsolete if you don't keep innovating, right? Then you have success and failure of innovation or an idea, which is, of course, entirely subjective. Then you have the actor, the innovator for that innovation, the person who comes up with an idea, the person who implements that idea, the consumers of that innovation. You have ever-changing environment that brings in new information, which can change things. How the idea gets to implementation, for example. It brings new ideas into the fold, but also brings risk, right? Perception. Now that new information gets perceived, perception is a big part of it. And perception is passive, just taking in information. So what do you do with it? So the next thing is perspective. That new information helps you form your point of view of the changes the, of how you think of something, how you think of your idea, how you think of the implementation for that idea. And it's more active in nature because there is a transformation happening based on that new information. And hopefully because you'll share it with other people. Another element, adaptation. Adapting to the environment is a big deal as well. And adjusting continually that point of view so that you don't create something that is not a good fit for that environment. And then, of course, context. What is the context in which this innovation takes place? So all of these elements were floating in my head. How do I represent all of them in a painting? And when I looked at the painting I already did, although I was happy with it, for the most part. It was showing the path to innovation, the bridge, the whole thing, different ideas coming and going, clashing and so forth. I wasn't satisfied that I told the story properly. And that's when I decided to put this painting on the continuum and start taking it apart and creating more art from it to supplement and complement the original. So I created a set of digital works that talk about the life cycle of innovation itself. The first one is called Swept by an Idea. And the first thought that came to me was, what if I spin this up? I used the photograph of the original and I just twisted it and turned it. And instead of going horizontally, now it was a circle. And what I got from it was a pretty flower. It was perfect because Swept by an idea is about the honeymoon period when you're just enamored by a new idea. You think it's the best thing ever. It's a game changer. And you're just swept by it. You're in love with it. You're swept by it. The next one is called Idea from Above. And the idea behind the idea from above is when you take the darling idea that you have and you spend some time with it. And you now have a chance to check your assumptions, maybe discover that what you thought was straight is actually curved and what was curved is actually straight. And so a lot of things get mixed up. The allure of the original idea is still there because you can see 
that pretty flower in the middle there. But there may be a lot of chaos on the periphery of that idea. And what you thought was going to work may not work now and vice versa. So after you had some time to reflect on it, you can see a fuller picture of it. You can see it from above. As Mark Twain said, and I'm probably paraphrasing this, it's not what you don't know that will get you. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Checking your assumptions is, is the biggest thing you can do with new ideas. The third one is called When Idea Dies. And it's sad and dark and painful. And it's probably the worst thing that can happen to a creative or an innovator or anybody really who had an original thought, had this idea, had legs and discovered that you may not go anywhere. And now you have to, after spending all this energy and time and perhaps resources to just let it go and you don't have much to show for it. It's really hard. Uh, it's disappointment, it's fear, it's rage. And um, it's very, very hard. And I can tell you that from personal experience, it's hard to come to terms with letting go of, of a darling idea like that. But then I thought, what about innovation motion? What about when it's actually working? When it's, when it's happening, firing in all cylinders, when it's going to work, what does that look like? And so I created this innovation in motion image, which is, if you take a look at it again, link in show notes, I know I said it a million times, but you can go to ipaintideaspod.com forward slash innovate. All the links are there so you can see this image there as well as the other ones. So the way this one looks, this is innovation in motion. So it's white background, which is the status quo. And from the center of it, you see the spiraling arm, a darker arm, which represents disruptive innovation cutting through that status quo. And then you have arms going spiraling from the center, going to the left of the disruptive innovation and they represent iterative innovation eventually they fade away because that innovation eventually becomes obsolete and then i added this little triangles of particles that are going from the outside into the center and they represent the new information coming from the environment and you can see the disruptive innovation is undulating just to show that your point of view or that your perspective is changing based on this new information that is received. So that's going out. While the perception is coming in, this is going out. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, I'm missing a whole bunch of stuff. What if you get new information that you don't want to take in? You want to reject it. I didn't show that. I didn't really show the environment and the changes that are happening in the environment fully because I, I really wanted them to move. I wanted to show everything moving and happening. So I made a video. I animated all of this so you can see all the pieces interacting and coming together. And in the video, I added music, which represents the environment. And what was important to me is to create a connection between the environment, which is the music, and innovation of how that that innovation takes shape 
based on the changes in the environment. So the animation is synced to the beat of the music. You can see the disruptive innovation undulating synced up to the music, reacting to the information, adapting to the new environment. But I also wanted to represent the rejection of new information. Sometimes new information comes in, take it in, and you change how you do things or how you think about things. But sometimes you reject it and you say no. And you see little triangles, the little particles bouncing back from the center and say, no, I don't want this. And then you just go do your thing. And there are these scratches on the screen which represent the context in which this innovation takes place. And maybe it's something standing in your way in, in some cases. Maybe it's something that obstructs your view and you can't see it fully, uh, what you have to see. Maybe... Maybe it's, it's added risk that you have to deal with, but it's the context in which all of this is ha happening. So take a look at the video. It's one minute long. You can see it on our YouTube channel or you can go to the, you know, show notes. So I had a chance to show this to Juliet. She loved it. We had a great conversation about it. And after we watched the video together, this is what she had to say. So take a listen. Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I'm like, I'm just thinking it's like, wow, just the idea of having this as an illustration of, uh, you know, like a, a visual artistic illustration interpretation of it. It's, it's off the chart. Thanks. And it's a very unique way of, um, describing it visually and people can connect with it immediately and as you can talk about what each piece is what what this the darker grayish area what the white is and all of that it's fantastic thanks yeah i was really i was really happy with that oh i i'm besides myself <laughs> it just made my day wow this is truly amazing Thank you, Juliet, for the inspiration, for kind words, of course, grateful for your friendship as well. And again, you just made my day. And you, my dear, made my day for listening and tuning in. And I'm thankful for this opportunity to share my art and inspiration with you as well. Remember, all the links are where? In show notes. I know, ipaintideaspod.com forward slash innovate. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and I'll catch you next time. See you then.